Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to the season 39 episode. One, two, three, four. Let's just four. Yeah, episode four of the uh, Void Boys podcast. Uh, and we are here. We're after spring training now. We're getting ready for the start of the season. Uh, very exciting. Um, season 39. And tonight I have with me uh, Punk who is the reigning uh, Legends MVP, J.R. Frankenstero. How are you doing? All right, all right. Yourself? I, I'm doing well. I, I, I'm, I'm doing well. I, I, I'm, I mentioned before I'm on a crazy podcast uh, 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 marathon here. So, <laughs> um, so, so I, I'm enjoying sure myself. This one's your longest one, so. <laughs> I, I, we're gonna have to figure out how to keep it short so so we'll, we'll try not to dwell too much on on it but but yeah um uh it probably won't be as epic as as the as as the mock draft one which which was insane apparently um and uh we also have here with us demars whose player is franklin demars who is our our rookie this season that we he he gets called up this season to join the voyagers how are you doing man Doing great. Thanks for having me on uh, once again. Excited to be here. Excited to come up for this season uh, and play some baseball. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I tell people that I, I really would want to protect them as much as I can, except uh, the salary cap kind of doesn't allow me to sometimes. <laughs> and uh, so, so, but, you know, I'm excited that you're on the team and uh, we, I, I, I'm very excited to see how your player will Will grow and develop as as we're taking the little journey uh, together now. So, um, so what we're doing tonight is we we do this. We've been doing this for the past few seasons, and and we're we're basically taking a look at a season preview on the teams that could potentially make the playoffs. Now, unfortunately, things have gotten a little chaotic in the PBE, and that team used to those teams used to be like eight nine, and now it's I think there's twelve teams that could legitimately actually make the playoffs given given you know how the ball bounces um uh the the last two probably has an outside chance and it kind of depends on what happens but but you never know uh there there are enough there will be enough updates throughout the season to swing things around there could be a trade or two who never knows Uh, who who knows and um so um, how we're doing this is that uh, we're going by the uh, TB, TPE tracker and it's ranked by average TPE per player, not not total TPE because that's a little deceptive sometimes. But but overall, we, we're gonna we're gonna sort them out that way. And the number one team in the TPE tracker, both total TPE and average TPE per player is the Outer Bank Aviators, who, um, it was no secret they had a bunch of cap. Uh, uh, they uh, they had a rebuild that, um, to uh, Bailey's credit, is that uh, when it kind of fell apart, they were able to rid a lot of salary last season and bring in pieces. And then... Uh, uh, and and won, won won the World Series. Uh, incredible job by by Bailey and and AW and um, uh, kudos to them. And and this off season they were able to shed more salary uh, from IA players and and 
they were able to sign uh, Jose Vorty three senior. They signed uh, Athena Aria, and they traded for Bob uh, Babbitt person. So there's three huge, huge uh, uh, pieces that that they brought in. And uh, so so right now the the total TPE is twenty one thousand six hundred thirty eight, and the average TPE per player is. 1,272.82. Uh, there's really not a lot of secret, <laughs> a secret to how this team is. They, they're built on defense with really good pitching. Um, they uh, With uh, Jose 43 Senior's arc switch to a power bat uh, playing first base. So there is a big bopper right in the middle for them. Um, like any, any thoughts to them? Uh, uh, any thoughts on on what their weaknesses could be or are is there a weakness right now and and uh do do we see them kind of just running away with this <laughs> this season they like certainly said too is that, that they well one, one, let me let me remind because two years ago when they traded everybody away remember we thought they were going into that rebuild that full rebuild all over again and then mm-hmm. they came back into that last year so uh. Uh, yeah yeah because it seemed like that and 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 uh it was it was a tough decision i'm sure bailey stressed about it a lot um because it's not an easy thing to to watch different things happen and and things will happen that's the that's the problem with a a teardown and a a rebuild because there's nothing is guaranteed you know like you could pick the world's greatest people but then real life stuff happened they go ia and and they were struck with some really bad luck throughout that way and um but they recover well and and that was uh, you know they 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 saw their window and and they saw that they can stuff all that in and still be able to to uh a retool and bring in those big pieces and be the best team in the league and and so yeah kudos to them yeah it certainly is going to help to add Babipperson. Um, his last season in Seattle there, 4.8 war. He was a 300 hitter and mm-hmm. 23 home runs. So big bat, you know? Yeah. Uh, he's, I, yeah, he is the second baseman uh, for the team. And um, uh, yeah, he, he was integral to that Seattle team that has been so successful over the seasons. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, so, so, so that that was huge for them to bring in. Like I said, you know, they, they had the cap space to do so, and that and Babbitt person uh, uh, contract wise, it was pretty good because it it was at nine mil per per season, if I recall correctly. So, uh, and and yeah, I'm trying to see if there's any any other ones they brought the in only, that I forgot. Yes. Mm-hmm. The the only thing that I that I think their deficit is going to be in this year is. Uh, power so okay. uh-huh. they're gonna have you know high average their pitching is probably gonna be some of the better out of the entire league but the the thing is is it'll be interesting to see how with their lack of power if that actually affects it in out of the park 23 much or uh-huh. if the fact that they can get everybody on base if they're gonna be able to score enough to beat everybody from the run aspect of it but other than that i mean that's like the only deficit they really have yeah i'm not even concerned about that because their their defense and their pitching is so good that that while they may not be the best offense in the league mm-hmm. uh it doesn't really matter because the the, the way they they have structured um they, they're structured with with 
like I, I I mentioned this last season is that when they move when they move Stanette into the rotation when they um when when they uh what else uh yeah and and it partially got rid of players that while they were TPE wise was okay um performance in the sim just were was awful and they restructured that pitching staff <clears throat> and that that really and, and moving Anik back to shortstop because um ironically lo- losing losing a AK's player uh, uh I, I now I'm losing my mind like what's AK's player's name but but um oh Joe Joe Shiesty, I, I I actually thought that the team was better um after that because again they they needed to make the trades that they did for Dustin Johnson and and Brizzle to to kind of get them over the hump but but yeah I, I thought the team was structured much better and I was not surprised that they got off to such a good start with that team uh and yeah uh but but there's a good portion of them that are not in uh regression or they're hitting peak right now so it's they 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 this is their window for like another three four season at least you know uh, depending on what happens but uh yeah they they, they, they've got all those the players that are um in the minors too that have pretty high ceiling so if they can get at least you know two three of them to, mm-hmm. to come up and help over the next few years that is yeah 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 they could definitely sure extend it on. uh yeah mm-hmm. they they called up uh danny who's dunkin donuts um and and um I, oh i think he's playing wait he's I think, uh, left field yeah i think he's playing left field so um so so yeah that that's another big big name that's coming up for them so so it's 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 uh yeah they have done themselves really well in, in terms of 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 uh, uh managing their finances and, and and drafting really well i actually thought throughout the time um uh, obx drafted really well um obviously stuff happened along the way and to no fault of theirs uh and 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 uh, no one could have faulted them for for those draft picks because those draft picks were good at the time and so so yeah i mean i i i think um the testing has has them winning around 65 games uh give or take and i i think i won't be surprised if this team ends up with 70 wins um but it may be a little hard in our division because um the teams are so much closer together so in any other division i, I think they they would have tested much much better yeah and that's the thing is again with our division is the only division that all four teams are should be fairly decent. Oh, the other three divisions all have at least one really bad team. So in our division, we're all going to be fighting for each other. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so so moving to the next team that we have is uh, second on the list at 19,496 TPE. And at and one thousand forty six TPE point one thousand TPE per player is the Luna based Space Rangers. Uh, this is the team that has uh, uh, struggled massively over the past ten season until last season when they finally made it back to the playoffs. Um, and uh. And seeing a, a rebuilt kind of kind of hitting its peak now. Uh, this is so. So I'm actually showing Nashville above them to me. 
Really? I'm I'm sorting by a TP tracker. Yeah, I've seen Nashville with well total TPE there they're above, but I'm going oh, by yeah, average. Okay. Same yeah, per player. Average. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I yeah, I saw him by average. Yeah, yeah. T- Nashville, N- Nashville yeah, also yeah, has Nashville one player, more player, so, so that that's yeah. why I don't like to do the total yep, TPE. Uh, so with Luna Base, they uh they this off season they acquired through free agencies uh uh was a Sloth Seiko. And uh, so Sloth decided to sign with them. They needed a a DH type bat uh, for a season or maybe two. And uh, they are wait, why is this off? Oh, I see. Um, they're still uh, they are a very good team with with um, the bulk uh, a good portion of the teams are in their early season thirties. Uh, from 30 to 33 as their peak. Uh, Sloth is still at 13, 13, uh, 13, 10 as a TPE, and he is going to be DHing, I believe, for them. And uh, that so so at DH at 1300, that's a pretty big bat that they were able to bring in to to help him. Uh, we we mentioned uh, we we mentioned before off off the podcast is that. Uh, Justin Case, their their catcher, is one of the few catchers this season that's switching over to contact arc, um, and it'll be interesting to see how how that kind of fares and 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 what would that look like for for them. Uh, uh, they they have yeah so so Justin Case is at his peak season. Hummus got Alexander Benjamin's in the first season of regression. Uh, you have a few others coming up. Like uh, uh, overdue school, shoe uh, and and Moosey, they they're all coming up to their peak seasons in a season or two. So this team is is hitting its strides and and this is their window of contention. And um, so uh, testing wise, from what I've seen is that they'll be averaging about 65 wins. And that's also where Nashville yeah. is at. So, so the question is, who comes out first? Do you believe in Nashville's offense, which is much better than 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 Luna Bases, or do you believe in Luna's bases pitching, which is much better than <laughs> than than Nashville's, in my opinion? Yeah, that so. sort of comes down to uh, last year when it was Buffalo and OBX. You know, one of them had the pitching, one of them had had the offense, and then yeah, you can see which one won that out. But yeah, I have the exact same. Well, I ran 500 tests earlier. Both uh, Lunar Base and Nashville finished 65 and 43. So yeah, they, there's they're there's a dogfight right there. Yeah, there's a dogfight and there's a tie in there. I don't know how much move either team can make um, because I, I they're both really strapped against the cap. Uh, I I don't think there are a lot of IA players that you can move and 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 really bring bring in anything big. Uh, perhaps I'm wrong. You know, I'm sure there are, there are always movements here and there, uh, and um, things to shuffle around. But, but, but yeah. Uh, uh, the yeah. Thing thought... is, is unless there was changes, that um, Nashville should have the fastest team with the most stolen bases. So that you know, you're adding some uh, high average team getting a whole bunch of stolen bases. You know, adding more and more more people on the bases to score runs so mm-hmm. 
we'll see how that translates because, you know, besides Nashville's one season of championship, they always seem like that team to beat, and then uh, first round comes around. Well, yeah, I mean, just you can only get yourself into the playoffs. That That's really all that anyone can do right now. Um, so, so, <clears throat> yeah, it's a, I mean, this is a team that's pretty stable. This is, this is what they're moving forward with. Um, I, I, you know, Brainchild, uh, Ragnarok is regressing a little bit more, but he's still at 1,400. So this is by no means, you know, anything shabby. You know? And by the time he regresses out, I would assume that in a couple of seasons or, or even next season, you know, he may transfer to the pen and maybe Manorite transfer into in, into the uh, rotation or something like that. Um, but we'll see what they're going to do. Uh, this is their their weakness really is um, if you if if there is a weakness, it's probably in the back end of the pen because you have Manorite and 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 John Marston up top of a thousand TPE. So those two really reliable. Uh, Frontline uh, uh, relievers, except uh, after that, um, you have Yurt at 448 TBE, and you have Buzz Lightyear 199. So, so, um, I mean, honestly, all teams are like that. So I don't even know if 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 it is really a weakness. If everybody, for the most part, all the teams are like that. Um, but but yeah. Uh, the, you know, yeah, the if, only if, problem that happens with that is, is like last year with Cancun. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen to a team that has higher TPU overall. But if you get you know one game where your team gets blown up, especially not having much of a pen, how how many games does it take to get back on track? So it can well, happen, yeah. but I don't think it's going to happen as bad as you know, mm. like last year. <laughs> from for me, this is the team I'm kind of most excited to watch, other than obviously the New York Voyagers, but. Uh, having spent nine seasons there before mm-hmm. and then going way, way, way back with uh, Slothface, uh, Slothseiko. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when he was, when he first joined the league, I drafted him into the minors um, and just, you know, super great player. So kind of excited to watch and yeah. see what they do and that they might actually, you know, do something. Obviously, I want to beat him, though. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, Sloth is a great guy and, 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 uh, uh, he's a big ad for them, uh, both, uh, just, just both as a player and, and as a contributor to the team. So, um, well, and don't forget too, that last year they were the, the team that won the, uh, game 163. So last year they got in at the, the very last moment this year, I, I think they'll probably be the team with the best record. So it, yeah. So, um, now the only thing I would say is that, um, how, Oh, I, I guess because the rest of the team got better. That, that's really the most important part. Most of the team got better. Um, Sloth really, all he did was replace Trevor Duncan right now from from last season, uh, TPE wise. So, so, uh, but, but yeah. Um, well, we'll see how 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 it plays out. Like I said, they have a lot of players not in regression yet, and that that's really really important as you know next couple of seasons come around. And to keep this up, uh, so uh, who will win the 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 Champions East? I I think I had Nashville still. I think Nashville may edge them out just a bit, um, but but it's really a coin toss from there on. I think like normal, it's going to come down to who has the most activity. Probably, probably, and you know most activity or uh, and, and some some just RNG with 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 
Nashville pitching and 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 stuff. So we'll we'll see. Um, it, 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 there, there's a lot of variations and and it's it's you know, we'll we'll see. Um, so the third team on our list uh, coming in at at nineteen thousand four four hundred twelve TPE and at one thousand forty one point eight eight. TPE per player are the San Antonio Sloths. Now I admit that I did not expect the Sloths to be this high again, um, considering a bulk of their team are regressing. Uh, they have to dip. They dipped into free agency for the first time in. Uh, I want to say 15 season fifteen or something like that, or something insane. <laughs> Because they, uh, they dipped into not making the playoffs and even they, longer than that. For the first well, yes, they dipped into not being. Yes, yes, that that run of twenty, I forgot how many, twenty three seasons in a row, I think, uh, is pretty insane if you really think about it. Uh, it, it it's, I, you know, it's just just absolutely insane. Um, so, so f- now they are they. While they are on the older side, they had they do have players that are younger that that has uh, been able to to uh, kind kind of uh, keep the TPE up, so to speak. Um, but they are aging, so there's there's not there's no doubt about that, and they don't really have a younger core that they can rely on to really get that much better. Yes, there is there are pitching for the future. Between uh, Chris Brick Square's player uh, DePolo, uh, Felpix, who is joining us, Selberg, and Guitar Master Commander Shepard, they do have a future rotation there. Problem is that they don't exactly have a future bat that that to fill some of it. So we'll have to see what they're going to do coming up. Their their signing this past season was really uh, Cody Kochen, who was the left fielder for the Seattle Caesar. And now Cody has been relatively IA uh, due to real life stuff. Uh, so he is, while he's season 32, he is at 1,192 TPE. I assume he'll probably, if he is somewhat active at all, he probably is probably around like 1250 or whatever it is. So which is not, not bad, you know, not, not bad. Can all I things considered. I don't think he has earned anything. Oh, he has not earned anything since he signed? Okay, never mind. Well, I don't know if he has this one, but the last two seasons, I know he did not. Oh, yes, yes, that's for sure, because when we were, when, when, when we were talking about him on free agency last time, he was at 1,192, and that was, that was, that was two seasons ago, so, Mm. um, uh, so, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know, uh, if he's, you know, really planning to be active or whatnot, but, that that's pretty much it. And the other one is Bark Murley, who is who signed a one-year deal uh, at. Oh, I, I, when he signed, he was at 400 something TPE. He's back at like 500 something now. It's a back-end reliever. Um, the build is good, and I actually think that he could be a workhorse down there. I even though at lower TPE, um, they lost Anchovy to retirement, but I guess. I guess Cochin kind of matched it out in terms of TPE, just replacing, replacing uh, Anchovy. Uh, so they did get kind of shafted last year, last season, in terms of the sim. Uh, Surprised they did not win over 60, and more surprisingly they missed the playoffs. Uh, I 
I think they get better this season, primarily because the rest of the Legends West isn't really that good. Um, Vancouver is still in contention, but they this is the same team as they had from a couple of seasons ago, but primarily regressed. And we'll get to them in a bit. Uh, the Makos have made strides, but I don't know if it's enough. Yeah, again, that, them having that, that weaker division is going to definitely help the Sloths. I mean, especially with playing Boise a few more games than, mm-hmm. than other teams. And, and yes, obviously Boise being being in a state uh, that they just need to blow the whole thing up, and, and they have really started doing so. Um, you have... So, so they're sl- in, in my testing, they're slated to be around 61 wins, um, which which sounds about right. So uh, this is about a, a 60-some-odd win team. Uh, and um, uh, they... I, I think it's more interesting to see if this is kind of like one of those last hurrah for this group to try to make the playoffs, make as deep as a run as possible. Um because a lot of them are probably going to be retiring very soon. And, and, um, but you know, we said that about Seattle and Seattle somehow <laughs> dragged it out. <laughs> so, so, so who knows? And, and it's Jules too. So, so I'm pretty sure she has some kind of some voodoo magic up her sleeve and, 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 uh, you know, yeah, the, the other team. thing too, they're pretty much, they're pretty much at their salary cap cause they're already at the, the third level. So, I don't think they're really going to be able to trade for anybody to help them, but I mean, you never know. You never but, know, but but I think you, they do recognize that they need, uh, they they need picks to kind of uh, uh, to replenish the team, so to speak. And just trying to remember who they drafted here, so I'm going to take a quick peek. They actually had a pretty decent draft. I actually thought um, uh, they yeah, they went all bats, which is what they needed. Uh, so, so they they got Luigi Nanikai, who is Ice Bear thirty two, who uh, apparently was Josu's uh, ISFL GM or something like that. Um, uh, and the other one is BMW Antonio Fresca. Uh, he is really interesting because I he is really knowledgeable about the sim, um, but I don't know how much he will be earning. But I thought as a as a Magi shortstop and eventually uh, replacing Sneaky Snack, uh, this is, you know, it's a it's a great pick, especially a later later second or I think it was later second. I was even yeah, it was, was later third? than that. It was, it was it a was third or a fourth. I think it was fourth actually. Really? We made it down. Oh my goodness. Well, that's a great pick well, then. Remember half half. Yeah. Third didn't exist. So. Okay. <laughs> we also got Bubba uh, Zane Cold. Um, uh, uh, Bubba didn't. It was. I, I, he started off this this one strong, so we'll see how it continues on. They don't really have a a place of income if I if I recall correctly, so so I'm not sure how they'll end up. But there's also another first baseman, so. Um, uh, actually, actually, he has unless something's changed, he is on the casino and. Um, oh, he is. Okay. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good for him. He's, so. He's a uh, he's sinister, but I'm not necessarily sure. I don't think he's been as active. Lately, so I'm not 100% sure okay. anymore. Okay. All right. Well, he well, did have those two, so. well, if he did have it, okay. All right. Well, good for him. Uh, you know, like I always believe that Josu could find max earners out of nowhere. So, 
So you could give her a, a six round pick and she still somehow make these people into a Hall of Famer. So, so I'm totally sold that this, this will continue to happen. Um, but yeah, so the That's team... Great. That's a safe bet. That, that is a safe bet. So the sloths will never go away. They'll never die. Um, uh, but, but yeah, uh, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how they navigate through that because like I said, the team is getting older and, and, uh, I don't, you know, like, like at what point do you have to bring up all those people? Like they, you know, and, and, uh, but I think they may be okay, but we'll see. Um, but for this, for this season, um, for this season, uh, I, they have a very good chance of winning the Legends West, uh, just because the swing that the Vandals can can go on. That that is what I'm not sure about because OTP doesn't seem to like the Vandals that much, but then other times they really like them, <laughs> and it's it's very hard to see how how it ha- like how that goes for them. So so a lot of that kind of depends on what happens with the Vandals. Uh, so. With that, we're moving to the fourth team on our list, which is the Nashville Stars at 20,543. Like as we said before, they're the second highest total, but they do have 18 players. So the average actually gets brought down to 1,141.28 per player. Now, the Stars are actually in kind of a similar shape as the Sloths. Uh, And uh, they are... A lot, a lot of their bats are hitting, are in their prime and starting to regress actually, uh, and they don't exactly have a lot of money. Uh, so they're kind, of, they they, so they are led by, uh, beef, uh, beef, beef fry, or beef fry the user, uh, season thirty one at eighteen. 18, uh, 1838 as a TPE. You still have Billy Nelson. Uh, you still have Parker Pardon, uh, both the GMs. Uh, Michael Williams, who is still really high TPE, but I believe they said that he is, due to real life stuff, he's going to be pretty much IA this season. Um, but at that high TPE, I don't think it really matters too much right now. Um One of the things that they also that has has that safety that extra bullpen safety valve. They're the first one at the top that has that. And they just moved over um, one of their relievers, Bazooka Joe, um, who was actually my GM down mm-hmm. um, in the minors, and moved him into the rotation. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see. It looks like they're going to put run him at the second. Yeah. So he he's as as that as that uh, it was the most logical thing to do as their. Um, they didn't really have much replacement for their last core of pitchers of starters. Um, and so Joe is moving there and which, wait, I see Apollo Somerville still here. He shouldn't be on here. He should not. Oh, so that, that, that actually brings them down. So this is where the, the mistake is. They only have 17 players and, and that, that should have been brought down. So, so yeah. Because they have, they signed, they just signed two. They, they signed two lineups, arms, I yeah. but I think they're both like really low. I, I don't know if one of them is, one of them is definitely under 500k. I don't know if the other one is, is, but they're both really low TPE. And that's what they, that's what Taylor keeps liking to do. He'll wait until after spring training to, to sign like two randos 
to be in the back of the uh, bullpen. So they do have like bullpen arms. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's the other one. Uh, uh, I, I don't think they have uh, been paid payday on their team anymore. Uh, that's Keegan's player. I don't think they have that. No, they don't. He's not. So, so, so their roster is completely. Uh, I don't know if it's a roster or just the TV tracker just didn't scan updates. So. It, well, the tracker usually updates every. Yeah, the tracker every updates. Day. I'm not sure. So. so now their their weakness is actually in their pen because now now you get to the point where where you don't even have a a a top um, reliever. The top reliever is Juan Rodriguez, who is at 784 TPE, which is an okay reliever. Don't get me wrong, um, very very useful and could be pretty good. The problem is that that can't be your lead, you know, and 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 that's a lot of stress on that. Um, they 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 signed Samson Price, for, former former Voyager Samson Price, and he's at 486 TPE. Claw Daddy, who is a friend of Bazooka Joe's, but he is at 466 TPE. So that's and and then with the two other arms, I I don't even know what they are, but they can't be higher than than what Claw Daddy is. So so this bullpen. Both of them are 176, 175. Oh, okay. So, so, so combined, they aren't even at Claude Daddy's level. Okay. So, um, yeah, this, this, once you get past his starters, uh, you could really go to town on their bullpen. Um, and, and they're really just out there trying to outscore you. Really, yeah, looking that, at the, at the, the relievers, the movement that they have across from 50, 46, 48. So, I mean, giving up a lot of late runs, I bet, that's, late in the games. Yeah, that, that's probably would be the undoing, if, if, if anything, um, if they can't hold on to some of those runs and if, if you don't outscore them. Now, don't get me wrong. They, their offense is really good. Their, their signing this season was, uh, was uh, Ruben Ramirez, an aging Ruben Ramirez, but probably still very effective at 700 some odd TPEs. Um, but the rest of the offense is really high TPE still. So, so, um, uh, uh, let's see. I, I think, I, I, I think I, I'm pretty sure yuppie yuppers went to contact as well. <laughs> um, I gotta double check that. He did do an arc change. I do remember that. Yeah, it um, looks like it just off the cuff because I see 65 power and 96 contact on yeah, the yep, first. Yep, yeah. So, so um, the 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 contact catcher meta continues as everybody realizes it. Um, now they realize it. I don't know why they didn't realize it like two seasons ago, but sure. Um, um, Wait, so they still believe that catching matters. They still believe. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I mean that the. the the problem with the content, well, at 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 peak, you're basically giving like what streak. It functions like streak. Contact at peaks functions like what the streak arc was, and then the whole point of the streak arc is that you couldn't be a catcher, and then now it can be a catcher, which doesn't really make sense. I honestly thought, and maybe I was mistaken, that when we were looking at this originally, I thought contact catching maxed out at sixty. Like it's a catcher ability, so you had to sacrifice something in order to get that. So I was kind of, I didn't realize 
until a couple of seasons ago that it wasn't the case. Um, and and higher TPE catchers, if they switch over to contact, you could max everything out really easily. So The irony of that, when I first joined in, so I just finished my uh-huh. second season back. When I very first joined, it was as a contact catcher after I tinkered around with like other uh-huh. new types because I've been gone for over 10 seasons at mm-hmm. that point. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, you could really you know, do some damage there. And then I ended up moving around. (laughs) Yeah. You definitely, you definitely can do a lot of damage. Like, like you still need the TPE later on because, because, um, what happens with con, what happens with contact is that, is that, um, it's, it's still not that effective. Um, I mean, it's still be good, but if you can't steal bases, it's kind of like, okay, okay. Big, big whoop, you know? Um, but, but by the time you hit like 11, 1200 TPE, because, the catching ability doesn't, and, and even if you max it out, it really doesn't take that much to max out. So, so then all of a sudden you have a, a a good bat who could steal bases and play and play catcher. And so so yeah, it, it's it's a little befuddling to me, but but yet here we are. Um, uh, I'll see if if balancing team will ever fix that, considering they're the one who, who they're. <laughs> they themselves are using this, so um, already already working on it is what I'll say. <laughs> okay, I, I I I'm in the balancing server, except I just never look in there, and so I don't even know if anything was said. So, anyways, but um, I I just don't. Well, anyways, I'm not gonna go into that. That's this is not the podcast for it. But um, I, either way, the stars will have to basically outscore everyone, which they can. They're gonna be yeah. They're gonna be the Texas Rangers. This they they're the yeah, Texas they, Rangers. They should have by far the best offense um, to at least be scoring runs and. I yes. Overall, I. Play, so. Yeah, overall, I believe they would have the best offense in the league. They they're averaging close to 600 runs in 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 these sims that we're doing, and um, so, uh, that that is a pretty and that's how they kind of keep pace with with the the Space Rangers because. The amount of runs, the extra runs they score, is actually very similar to the ex- extra runs they give up. And um, yeah, pretty much close. It's actually pretty funny. I'm looking at the, the test that I ran earlier, and they actually are the second most um, pitching walks out of any team. So <laughs> it will be interesting to see how that that correlates throughout the season. Yeah, that <laughs> um, high scoring games. It'll be it'll be a lot of high scoring games. It'll it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Um, so uh, they yeah. So so moving on, the next team up at uh, number one two four five five at eighteen thousand seven hundred eighteen TPE is the New Orleans Rougarous. They are averaging one thousand one hundred one points oh six TPE per player. Now this is one of the teams that had a lot of changes that happened for them. Um, unfortunately, they they won the West last season, uh, champion West last season. They were the best team in the league. Unfortunately, completely got OOTP'd in the playoffs um, and and got swept in the first round. Uh, and um, very big big thing is one um, Musha. Houston Hayes, or Hudson Hayes, or um, uh, is now the co-GM of the Seattle Sea Serpent. So they had to trade him away. Now the good part behind that is 
they got back C C does it, who was the former GM of of uh, the Seattle Sea Serpents, and they were pretty much around the same TPE and the same class. Uh, so they did not really lose anything there. Um, and and C does it. Uh, uh, and C D actually changed him into a contact arc. Hey, sounds familiar. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, and he's going to be playing right field where 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 Musha was prior. So they didn't really lose anything in that. However, the 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 part that they did had. A lot of issues with and they probably would it probably would have happened either way is they lost van jose 43 senior as he walked and went over to obx um they were in some they they were strapped for cash anyways they had will of retired um so they would have had to replace will of anyways but i guess they could have done that with with jose 43 and 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 so uh and so forth now they uh let's see here what else let's see if i'm missing anything from their uh, off season they brought in d-man to basically replace. yes they uh, basically uh, replaced uh uh will love with uh daniel martinez who was on the vandals partially why the vandals offense is not as good anymore because um well one he would have regressed and and two he actually left the team so so because they couldn't afford him, uh, and so so their offense prior is 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 relatively weaker. Um, I say relatively because it's not. I don't think it dipped that much. They, uh, but but the the so team itself thing, is not as strong as as I thought they would be yeah, right now. Yeah, well, it, it, yeah, they lost a, a bunch, I think, just from that. And it, you don't really look at it mm -hmm. like you are, but then they definitely did. I mean, the one thing for them, though, is that they are in the easiest conference because they're going to be playing against, I mean, the easiest division because they're playing yes. against the Toros and Serpents. So they've yes. got that, and it's pretty much going to be a two-horse race between them and Death Valley. Yeah. Um, the other part they lost was uh, uh, McThornbody, who was... Uh, was a top reliever last season and now that role falls to cassius bright who was the pitcher of the year um but again they kind of have the same issue because once you get past that their next reliever is at 672 the following reliever is kevin mcthumper at 534 which apparently he decided that they somehow got him a bit more active again and then they have uh, last but not least, Gumberman at automatic at 137. He's at 100 TVE and somehow squeezed 37 TVE out of him uh, because he knows Southpaw and Southpaw is going to be the new co-GM of uh, New Orleans. I think that's also, I think that's where Chucky, Chucky is because he's, he's main yeah. and I... I yeah, so I think they, they kind of got them back in because Southpaw kind of got them back in. So... Um, uh, and, so, and, and again, their only issue is is that it's as of now when you look at things, it's this season or bust. Just because who knows what they're gonna look like next. It, season. It's very hard oh. to project out, like because because they There's really nothing. don't have money, and and their issue uh, actually stems from that um, the trade for 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 CD because CD's contract is so so awful. 
in in terms of front loading. He's gonna he's gonna be he he needs to be paid sixteen point four million this season and next season. The following season in season forty one is still fourteen point four five. That eats up everything. And yeah, you're basically talking brutal. about two players right there. Yeah. So so they they sign an I uh, IA cap penalty, uh, uh, the player cap cap penalty, um, as their fourth starter, and then. Yeah, that that was their pen. Even at that, they're at right now, and I don't know how. Well, I do know how. But they're at $128 million. 128.3 mil. And remember, and that's with them getting $5 million. That's with them getting <laughs> $5 million. They're in penalty four right now. I don't know how they're going to shed that. Well, and that's and again, that's the thing is you're in penalty four, and you also have nobody in the minor leagues already. So just burn it all be, to the ground and start over. That's, that's so. End up being. <laughs> I I am not a hundred percent sure what they would do right now because because they're so strapped in cash. There, I don't know what they can do gonna be it's gonna be their last hurrah and hope that they can have the uh playoff out of the park Uh, maybe because because i'm looking there's a lot of empty spot they need to fill next season as well and that'll be the question too is if eldorian is staying or if with him stepping down yeah i i no idea uh is that is did they not have they didn't have a pick oh yeah they didn't they trade away their their pick this season so, so yeah, this this is this is it. Um, I I don't know how they'll survive. Um, they don't have anyone to bring up next season. So yeah, uh, and that's the thing is is that when they made trade uh, trades and they've lost picks and now they're gonna end up um losing their first and second rounder, which is all they have. So, all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they traded out, uh, their pick, their pick from this past draft. I, I forgot what the trade was, but I'm, I, I, I was, I figured they were going to trade out if they weren't going to be able to get a catcher, um, which was the case because once catchers went like on the top, all, all the catchers went, <laughs> all the catchers went. And, and so, so, um, yeah. Uh, so the team is good right now uh and they're pitching their pitching is what's going to be able to do it besides their 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 top three their starters will have to carry them yeah uh and and we'll have to carry them for a while so between uh scola uh pax torrent and and um and and uh jeff otal casey 15th player uh so so there's the three of them that that's going to be spearheading this and uh if they could pitch well um they they can win um but it's very close to death valley um i thought there'll be more that'll be done with the team but i realized it really isn't too much um that they can do and shuffle things around so so the fact that death valley they they might have a slight edge on death valley right now but it's not that much and i i think i think i have a feeling that death valley may be able to win this uh uh uh, this this West just just sheer they they yeah I I think they have better pitching as a whole 
Um, well, and, and again, I think that, that because of their team being pretty much maxed out and bringing in some, some IA people, is it's going to be a question of if they're going to be able to add enough through the season to mm-hmm. keep ahead or not. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I think, yeah, just really all depends. Um, they 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 run on less power and more small ball. Um, that valley is just pure power. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, so number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number six on the list is the Buffalo Surge, which to, kudos to them. Uh, they have been the most active team over the past few seasons, and it's starting to show. Uh, uh, their average TPE is at 1,089.29. And, uh, uh, I mean, I, I, I think, I, I think while their TPE is higher, it, it'll, it'll, It'll be interesting because the swing on what they are, it's obviously have four very, very good starters. Their strength of their team is their starting rotation. But the irony of it is that their weakness of the team is their defense. Now, I saw some of the updates and I think they fixed some of that. So so we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, They can score. That's something that they've always been able to do. Um, they I think are, one, yeah, it's, it's defense, but then they also, I don't think they have that good of um, averages. Because, um, you know, you've, you've got Sen and everything. His, his players are good with it, but, you know, he was always power first. So I think well, that's a lot of the team is power and, and no defense. So if they can fix that and kind of help their pitching, that's going to be the key. Yeah, so... Uh, they, they, like I said, I've seen a lot of swings in the actual sim, so so it's a little hard to say which way it, it, it comes about. So um, they are uh, the the team itself. Uh, it, there's a mixture of of different things, but but they're obviously led by Kobe in terms of of TPE. Uh, Sen is Nick's on the list. Uh, Shram is still at fifteen hundred. They. Uh, uh, Jacques Toussaint is at 1376. Mio Hooper is at 1232. So, so four really good starters. And, and Jack Condor is still at 1346. Well, he's deeper in regression now. Um, their center fielder is Big Is at 1055. They're, they do have a top of the line reliever in Dr. Hugo Z. Hackenbush. Uh, three losers. Three losers. Uh, or Rusty, as we know him by. Um, Rusty. Rusty. Um, and and so uh, so so they they have uh, Rusty at a thousand. They they have uh, Huey Freeman at seven hundred seventy two, and Sentry uh, uh, Centrini uh, uh, is at six fifty. So that's not that's not too shabby at all and and they have dylan at 300 so so this seems like a normal bullpen to most leagues and most teams now because that's just what you know anyone can afford uh so so um so they their offense uh, for the most part is getting they're very, all very close to a thousand for the most part with the exception of funny man luke and 
and uh, the man who sold a girl, Javier Boulevard, uh, 874 and 581, respectively. So, like I said, I think that the, the offense can carry them a bit. I, I think with the right bounce, you know, of the ball, uh, their, their stars could be really good as well, just, just from the TPE standpoint. Um, so this team I have seen win the East. I have seen them finish second. I have seen them finish fourth, like dead last with a terrible record as well. Um, That's the, wild. The, the fluctuation on this team is ridiculous. And I think some of that is because of the defense. Because the, I think uh, the one thing, too, is that it's going to be just like last season, that they might not start off as good as some of the other teams, mm-hmm. but they are still the most active. They're the most active team, and I think I think that, that makes a difference. So Today they had every single player on their team put in an update. So you had all 17 people getting better today. And, and again, that's the only team that was doing that last season. I don't season. think they got 17. Uh, I looked at. I just looked at it, and every single person was updated today. They did. Hmm. Yep. I so guess they might waited around for that last one. Did, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, wait, no, I, sorry, I know. I no, no, no. Huey Freeman didn't. He's the. One oh, that's what I said. I was like, I, I was like, I, 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 that was what I thought. I, I said they had sixteen, and I, I yeah, said yeah. they could have had seventeen. Um. Yeah. Uh. What was I gonna say? Yeah. So, so I think all that makes a difference. Um. You know, every, every little bit counts. Even if it's not the most efficient update, it's still something. Um, but uh, actually, he is he is actually just updating his stuff right now. So it's not going to be updated this week, most likely, because I don't think Xbox is going back. But yes, every single person then this week did stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, kudos to them. That that is that is that is huge. And um, so a team that does not have an IA. That that is uh, that is that well, that is gonna be getting better. So it, yeah, yeah. So uh, props to uh, Stram and T- TD over there. Uh, uh, just just excellent work by them. Uh, and um, yeah, so it's, you know it's really and, and and the team for the most part aren't you know uh, they 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 are improving. Uh, they they're not regressing. Uh, and so we'll have to see how the team continues on next season. But for now, um, like I said, I have seen that drastic of a shift for them. Uh, and, and this Legends East is just absolutely insane. And, yeah, probably the scariest for me, like with my player being an upcoming hitter, mm-hmm. um, coming up at you know 495 TPE, just looking at that their rotation and their bullpen are both you know better than what we've looked at so far among the top tier mm-hmm. teams. So scary team for a hitter i can say for sure yeah uh yeah uh, there are there are weaknesses to that and 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 i'm you know we have to figure out you know the proper way to kind of attack it but 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 yeah between you, you there's a lot of pitching in the in the legends east there's a lot of pitching and and uh it's just legends in, in general i think um so so it'll be interesting to see how that works um like i said right now they're what we're testing them at is about 56 wins but that wildly fluctuates and uh and we'll see what happens 
the next one on the list uh, is the Detroit Demons at 18,422 TPE or 1,023.44 TPE per player. They have 18 players on the roster currently. Uh, the Demons have been interesting because they kind of just been floating around there. And it's like they're good enough, but they're not as good as the other two teams who are making the playoffs in a conference. So there's a very good chance they could be missing the playoffs while being a very good team. But again, that's what happened last year when they lost to Lunar Base in that extra game. Uh, yeah, so so they're the odd man. They were the odd man out last season, and and will they be the odd man out this season? Um, good news for them is, for the most part, their team is not deep in regression. For the most part, Laser is getting deeper into regression. So so that's the one thing that that is happening. However, they do they they move Fader Page into the rotation. They have a taco shop human in in the rotate they, they had him last season as well um their uh quintino quarters is now their their peak uh their their top starter at 1553 uh now their weakness oh well, they 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 moved they moved right on dirty into the pen as he's regressing deeper and I think he's actually going to have a very good season. Uh, but unfortunately, after after right on dirty, the next one up is Cooperstown, who is an IA reliever at 521. And then you have um, uh, the user MySpace, uh, Bogan Bay Batir. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. 460 TPE, and I think he's a semi-active. He is active. Uh, a an inactive in Drew LeBlanc at 326 and an active and a low earning active in in 450 at 217. So so this pen after you get past 30 is not good. It's a little dirty after that. It's a little dirty after that. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. And so um, they call up Casey Vida from the Hepcats. To replace uh, uh, Barry Bonds, Subby's player who retired, uh, so he's still at only 517 TPE. So um, yeah, that that's that's low, but you know he's playing the field. So we'll see how that goes. So this team, this team can score runs. Uh, I don't know how well the starters could could pitch. I just don't know if they could hold too many leads the same way as Nashville. So they kind of like, I, I kind of see them as 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 a as Nashville light, but Nashville is better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they definitely look like the third best team in their their division, and it's going to come down to if they're the last playoff team or if they are the team that misses out because again i think it's going to come down to between detroit new orleans and death valley for that last spot just depending where it is and it, i wouldn't be shocked if there's another game 109 so 
I mean, I could, I could see the ball bouncing their way. Uh, unfortunately, they, they, you know, they, there's some weakness to the team, and and their hitting is just not great. The hitting isn't actually that great, and and it, it's 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 good. Don't get me wrong, but you know, like like I I think it's good enough, but and they in our test they can definitely score runs. I don't know how much was because that was a lot of that against the Apex, and then they faced the Toros and 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 the Sea Serpents. Um, so maybe some of those numbers boosted because of that. Um, but the you know they, there's some glaring holes and and Jet Jaguar, he's still at 990, so he's okay. Um, but the problem is Dennis Maltoy man who is at 358 TPE as their DH. Uh, I don't know as the DH I I I I, I mean they they called him up when he was like 200 something TPE last season so so. I guess he's earning, so that's something. Um, uh, that that is still rough. And, <laughs> uh, and I don't think, and and it's not like their top hitters are statistically so dominant in the past. So I'm I'm not quite sure, like how they will do as a whole going forward. Um, or how they will kind of retool the team as time goes on. But for this season, uh, they really have to try to stay ahead of Death Valley. If they could do that, then they're probably in the playoffs. But if they don't, then they're going to end up the same thing as last season. And they could, again, they could be a good team that has a very high chance of missing the playoffs. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they unfortunately, they, you know, if they're in another division, then then that's another question. But mm-hmm. they're they're not. Um, okay, so Nick's on the list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Number eight now is the yeah, Death the Valley Scorpions. Death Valley Scorpions at eighteen eighteen thousand three hundred fifty one TPE. They have eighteen player on the roster, and they average uh, one thousand nineteen. Point five TPE per player. Uh, I think I think I personally thought that they underperformed last season. I know they're not supposed to be that good, but I thought they underperformed. Uh, I thought they were actually closer to 500 last season. So um, I think a lot of people don't think of them as the playoff team still, but I think they have a very good shot. Like I said, like we said about Detroit, if Detroit just struggles a bit and Death Valley don't. You know, and just played a little bit better. Um, they could one take the division from from the Rugerus and and make it to playoff. It not obviously make it to playoffs. Even they don't, they could steal it from the demons. And they still, they're still not really at peak. I don't think. No, either. most they're, of them are not at peak. They're starting to gear up, so they are. I still think they're you know two seasons away from being the top of where they can be. Oh, so. I think I think next season you're looking at them where Luna base is at. At 65 wins next season, mm-hmm. um, they signed uh, Aaron Beckett. Uh, he is, last I checked, updating, so he's doing something. Um, even if he wasn't, he at, at 1,210 TPE as a reliever. That's a top end reliever, and he always had a really good career. Uh, so he's that's got, a he's he's one of those guys that has that that superstar gene somewhere. Yep. Um, so so 
so a great fit for them after losing Sierra Bravo to to retirement, um, just kind of filling in for the time being. Uh, their offense, uh, they, well, their, their pitching is led by Giuseppe Jones at 17.28 TPE. He's at, in this peak season right now. Uh, and uh, Poe is still at 16.85, so you know it's not exactly too shabby. Two top-end starters right there. Uh, Johnny Tsunami passed uh, 1,000 to start this season. So that that is huge. Um, so they have, um, so while uh, and I believe uh, yes, Cal's player Jeffrey Lo- Jeffrey Lebowski is at seven, uh, just a smidge under 800. I thought what they would have done, I, I assume they were in on the Aria race, and they probably would have moved uh, uh, Cal into the pen and started Aria, if that was the case. But um, obviously they didn't get Aria and and uh, they did sign Beckett uh, so they keep it so 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 Cal is gonna be the fourth starter uh, which is fine I mean a, a lower TPE starter at number four is nothing the other thing that they did was sign rake hard which was not a surprise um, uh, yeah, worst, yeah. worst, worst secrets the draft yeah. worst kept secrets in his draft um, so they signed him, and he's going to be playing center field for them. They called up Ryan Stryker Jr., who's at a 498 TPE uh, as their back-end bullpen guy. Uh, they have some depth in their bullpen. Uh, it's not the best after Beckett. Uh, like I, I, uh, they have uh, Boris Petrovic at 659. They have Ira Clifton at 598, and obviously uh, uh, Ryan at, at, at 490. Eight, and I'm trying to see if I'm missing. Oh, I'm sorry. They have CJ South, who is an IA uh, at 8.62. This is the peak season, so um, he's going to be regressing next season. Uh, so, so the the pen the, the pen is uh, pretty solid. Like we mentioned, we had they have two top end starters. Their offense with Attica, uh, Kuma, uh, Flatty, uh, Gladdy Verrero as well um they, they, the, the offense isn't exactly um top notch here but i think they may have enough pitching where where they can uh they can bolster them to some wins i think yeah i think their pitching is, is right at the the cusp of being the best it's probably them and lunar base but again that's the thing is that their their offense definitely is going to be in the growing aspect, mm-hmm. so they're going to have to be able to hold all those teams and win like the the two one games. Mm-hmm. And, and with that pen, I think they can. So, so I, I yeah, uh, this is and they got a they got a few <laughs> players who can really score. I mean, like you were you guys were talking about Kuma, Max Power, also. Yeah, Max Powers have been really yep. good. Like one of my favorite players to watch. I don't know why it just is. <laughs> Yeah, Attica's. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think with with the role play as 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 a robot as well, it's just it's it's fun to see. And yeah, um, during the, the during the uh, the home run derby and just watching all of that play out, I was like, <laughs> this is hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. So th- so this team, um, I mean, they'll they'll be the first one to tell you that you know, like it'll be nice to make the playoffs, but that's not what they will expect this season. Um, however, next I, I believe next season that tune would change. Um, yeah, well, and, and that'll be the thing is that next season 
it's instead of them in New Orleans, it's probably going to be Death Valley and Cancun. Kind it's going to be it's going to be Death so. Valley Cancun very soon. Yeah. You know, it kind of depends on what Cancun does next season. But even if they don't do anything, by forty one is Death Valley Cancun fight duking it out and 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 forty one forty two. You would just see those two going at it in in the West. Uh, so so it'll be fun it'll be fun to see but for the time being uh, I, I think DVS can sneak into the playoffs I, I think with enough activity um, they I, I they've historically been able to build really well and get get a lot of um, have their players play over the uh, get more from the player than the TBE would suggest so uh, so I won't be surprised if, if they end up in 60 something wins just just from that um and make the playoffs all right we are going to move on and we are now <laughs> at number what is that nine number nine yep. um number nine. man don't we have more tv and i feel like this is a lot lower than we were <laughs> how is this possible <laughs> you got it I got 4.95 coming in, so I'm driving there you go. a little bit on the average, but <laughs> you, you got the 4.95 coming in. Um, next up is us at at uh, 18,288 TPE. Uh, we have 18. We have 18 players. Oh yeah, we do have 18 players on the roster. And um, good old slurms. Good old slurms. Bring it down. Um, at <laughs> one 1,016 uh, TPE per player. Uh, Slur McKenzie, who, hey, you know what? Say what you will. He is very reliable considering he's at 199 TPE. So, um, so it's, it's no secret. We, we've, just like the Rugurus, we had um, Seattle getting new GMs affected us as well. Uh, we lost uh, Billy Hargrove, uh, Jimbo's player, uh, who would have been our kind of the one-two punch up at the top for for our pitching. Uh, unfortunately, that is not the case anymore. And, and, you know, it's no secret that our starters will be, will be our liability for a time being. Uh, and, uh, uh, the only good, so, so, uh, the, the good part about where we are is, um, we're still testing pretty darn well, all things considered. I think our uh, DM does a good job so, with all that. Well, I, when I'm not sabotaging everybody, I guess. So, ah! uh, uh, we are testing at around 61, 62 wins. I don't know how that will hold up. Um, I would assume that number may drop a point or two. Uh, we do, uh, you know, if everybody do what they're supposed to do and just update, I, I, I think we could make up a good amount of ground and, and keep and keep pace. Uh, the strength of the team is still our outfield. Um, I thought that we probably have the best outfield in the league between TVG, Frankensterrell, and Stratley. Uh, uh, Stratley and Frankensterrell are in their first season of regression. TGP is in his peak season. Uh, so we brought in Taco, uh, 209 tacos rock out with your car, rocks out he's at i think his tp is off here but he's around the high 1500s and uh he's gonna be playing third base for us 
so so thank you tacos for for doing that for us uh i got him on my on my fantasy team as well i i think he'll have a good season but we'll see i'm hoping he does i'm really hoping he does uh he's he's actually very close to hall of fame and i i would love it if we're able to kind of give him two really good seasons to kind of kind of push him in there that would be that would be awesome so um so uh the fun part of our team is that you have uh we we have a couple of we have three guys who just it is in their early thousands which is caleb uh lord parkward and joe the jester and and actually maddie isis well maddie isis fell right under a thousand so that four is coming up passing a thousand right now and and um uh they've been really productive so far and and really looking i'm really looking forward to the next couple of seasons seeing seeing how they will continue to progress as that is that next core that 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 is happening with while well obviously with with uh some of us aging but you know i i think we hold up for a few seasons and, and kind of see and for them to grow as well um uh again we, we losing losing jimbo we brought back xavier crawford uh ben dover um he he is he's he's still he's at the 800 tpe mark and and uh, uh it's not great right now but um but this is where the, this this is this is our chance to kind of rebuild back up that that pitching staff you know and and, and we're going to we're probably going to give up some runs uh, along the way uh but but i think with with good enough builds and stuff i i, I think our our uh defense and our defense and bullpen can can kind of hold it down and, it's definitely uh, going to come down to how our pitching is able to do, because um, again, our offense should probably be one of the the better ones as long as out of the park lets us score runs. But the pitching, yeah, it's definitely after the last two off seasons of losing a top starting pitcher is, you know, obviously that's going to hurt no matter what. But mm-hmm. luckily, we were able to 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 get Crawford a younger player that should be able to at least help us for long term mm-hmm. with what we had to do yeah yeah um plus, mm-hmm. but well and plus with with the, the offense i mean like you just said all the people that are getting better that our younger core of stuff and then um we just hit our first you know me and you just had our first seasons of regression with stradley so that's going to be a little bit of a loss but Again, we're we're getting rid of of um, our old shortstop that was able to do absolutely nothing. And <laughs> being able to, yeah, yeah. to add Demars for that spot, basically. So that that right there is not going to be a difference in, in yeah, so, offense at all. Yeah. So even if if right yeah. now if Demars don't hit well, I'm pretty sure he still hit better than 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 Skelton. Um, unfortunately, yeah. Skelton was an IA shortstop and he was viable at shortstop um unfortunately there were just so many other shortstops that better that kind of diminish what he is but unfortunately he over the course of the season he really didn't hit either uh so so he just kind of was there so with joe moving to to shortstop now it gives us a boost in that area from a defense perspective and it increases the offense out 
offensive output as well. Uh, it also a lot. Uh, Iggy retiring um, kind of sucks, but it it you know we're able to bring Demars up now uh, and and kind of groom him and and kind of develop him in first base first to allow him to get his offense up. Uh, and, yeah, and that that yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Just managing expectations for this season, and then, but you know, in the next coming seasons, I think that we're we have a good enough development plan that mm-hmm. should be able to make an impact. You know, maybe ne- maybe next season. Yeah. So so you know, like more. like the fact that we could keep you over at first base for a few seasons um, would really help. Um, obviously, eventually we're gonna have to bounce you into the outfield, but but um, but I I I always like to use the first base DH slot to kind of have the new people come up to to kind of get acclimated first if possible uh, yeah and that absolutely fits like what my plan was all along mm-hmm. was just to be a good hitter first so i mean yeah. that really works out well so pretty excited for this season and beyond yeah well and, and, and again that like as you said with the beyond i know it's more for this season but but just having also all the the draft picks that we've had the last two seasons and we at least have people that start coming up to replace once our our people start aging. So I think we're in a really good good aspect of we're here now, but we've also got a long-term plan compared to those other teams that we've already talked about that are kind of, you're in it right now, but that's it. Yeah, where they've sold their future. I think that we actually have a really bright one, even though we're still... Yeah, right I, I, I mean, in some ways, um, I, I had to pivot because of Jimbo leaving. Uh, so so I, I recognize the fact that, well, one, I, you, you, he's 1,500 TPE. You're not just going to replace that. <laughs> you know, so, so uh, while there was a trade that could have just replaced that, um, it would have screwed us over for a few seasons anyways. And I'd rather have more to develop on than to just, have one player getting tied up in money, even though we're gonna have to take a step back. Uh, so um, we never had the highest TPE. We just never nope. did. I, I don't. I, I think last season was probably the highest that I've ever had. Maybe, may, maybe other than like thirty-one or something like that. Really, like looking back at it, um, like I have. I think in other times, like we're at seventeen. 17k because i remember other ones that we did oh we're at like 17 six or something like that and now obviously other teams are better so so it's not you know it's not comparing you know apples to apples here but uh but i i do believe in yeah like you said just last season i think was the highest i know that since i've been around but every other season we've been right in the like six to eight range of total tpe but yet somehow we're always in the top two three and win so I mean, that's yeah, all about so how, how our GM <clears throat> does. Uh, so so yeah, there there's a, you know, I I, I have. Yeah, it, it, there there's a vision of how how everybody can develop based on what they want and and how we can optimize that. Uh, and I, I I try to do my best to try to keep one eye out on the future. Um. I don't really completely believe in selling everything for right now because I don't think it's fair to anyone because I'm going to leave. It's going to be a headache later, you know, and, 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 but, but I also kind of want to 
develop more in the draft, which I'm really excited about because obviously with DeMar from last season, uh, this season with, with the Coves and, and Patey and, 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 and Rosa's like, it's exciting because there's this entire group of people that, Hey, you, you know what, uh, you know, by the mid forties again, you know, if you know, that, that, that entire group will be growing into something incredible and, and, and it's, it's exciting. It really is. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I, I, I will admit I was very disappointed that we didn't get further last season. I, I really, I thought that we really legitimately had a chance. And I think and, there definitely was a chance. It just, sometimes it doesn't break your way, you know? Yeah. And I think it was more because that was my last chance of getting blue line, his, his championship. And that, that I, I'll, I'm not going to lie that weighed on me. <laughs> like, like just, just. I'm just really sad that I wasn't able to do that for him. And, uh, but, but yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the, the joys of being a GM is that you have to, uh, basically forget all about that in about a week and then, uh, move on. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, so, so our team, you know, like tapering expectation for everybody is that, yeah, there's, there's a good chance. There's a chance we'll, we'll make the playoffs. There's also a, very realistic chance we'll miss the playoffs as well. Uh, so, so, um, uh, it's I, gonna, it's, again, it's going to be the infighting of the East. Yeah. That infighting of the East. Make or break us because, that, and, and again, who knows what's going to really happen with Miami. I mean, they're sneaking up there where I don't necessarily think that they would overtake us Wait, with who? Buffalo, oh, Maui? Yeah. Or... I mean, because they, they have an outside shot. They have that shot. Maui like is Buffalo interesting. We'll, we'll get to Maui oh. because Maui is one that that it's really interesting. I think they, they're one that can outplay what their TPE is at. But, but the question is, is still, is that enough? You know? Oh, and, and, and I think... The ultimate thing is, is as of right now, it looks like we're going to be number two, Buffalo's number three. The question is, though, is as Buffalo is chipping away, getting all the updates, mm-hmm. they're going to be able to close that gap. So if, say, right now testing is five or six games every week, if they're able to take one game off of that, yeah. now we're neck and neck. So that's yeah. what's going to come down to right there. Yeah. Um, so this, yeah, every everything matters, and, and that's why I really believe in I, uh, so... Um, so the Knicks on the list on number number ten, I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, is the Vancouver Vandals. And yes, there are there are we counted there are twelve teams who legitimately has a chance that I've seen make the playoffs. So so yeah, uh, this is kind of insane. If um, great for the league, um, probably terrible for all GMs, but uh, great for the league. Uh, uh, the, the next one up is the Vancouver Vandals. Now the Vandals sold their future for their run a couple of seasons ago. Uh, it's no secret they don't have much l- left, if anything. Um, their team is not bad in terms of regression, but they ran out of money. And, and we mentioned before they had to let uh, uh, Martinez go. Uh, they are going to run into some problems next year as well because there are a lot of people not on contract and some are regressing a lot and some are retiring um they 
don't really have too much of a a uh, they don't really have much of, of a farm to kind of replenish that right now, considering they, they sow all their first. They have a farm. <laughs> yeah, and that's they, the thing they. They still well, don't have a first next season, and they have a one no. They they have a farm. They have one one person who's legitimately, uh, uh, and and that's how legit that is. I still don't know because because I'm not sure how how much Sori is is kind of doing. Um, he could be doing a lot and just not claiming right now. So I I didn't look. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure. Problem too is that um a lot of a lot of their lower guys to try and keep the team going are all inactive players so those yeah not getting any better. um their bright spot right now is is uh, uh, uh ftr few donahue and and magis player oh did we did we lose the mars or did we lose someone nah, i am here there oh we lost the mars oh no oh okay oh okay okay he said he need to get his son to bed okay so um yeah, he's getting. Yeah, they're gonna. It, it's they've got their pitching. I mean, you had you had AJ and um, you know, with Wendy Marvel and Lizzie Mitchell last season mm-hmm. being the two of the and top starting pitchers in the our our league. So they're still okay, and and the question being is that like, well, that's more for the future to see how much they can hold on to. Now, the problem with this season is that um, they. All out of their top one, two, three, four, five, six players. Four of them are starters. <laughs> um, for better or for worse, they don't have much of an offense. Mm-hmm. They don't have much of an offense, but they have a very good defense still and very good pitching. Can that pitching propel them, or will not scoring hurt them in the end? We've seen this in season 35 for us, and I thought we were better than them. I knew at that time because we had Caleb when he was really like rookie season. Joe was still a lot lower. Um, you have not hit your peak. We did not have TGP. Um, I think it was the first. Uh, I think Stratley, Stratley was only at like uh, eleven hundred or something like that, twelve hundred maybe. Um, not probably not yet. Probably okay, one thousand ish. Um, and 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 it was just really Delhi and and Dictator up top. Uh, yeah. But we had the pitching. We we definitely had the pitching. The take was up top as well. So so we had the pitching. Except we couldn't yeah, score just, runs, no, and okay, and it okay. and that was what ultimately was, killed us. Was that the that. last two months of the season where were like we that? That was the last two months where we couldn't game. score a run to save our lives, and yeah, and was, we we at All Star break we, like we we were close to forty wins, mm-hmm. and then the second half of the season we had a completely losing record because it flip flops, and 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 you could probably see it happening to the Vandals as well. Could could it keep up the entire season? What if they don't score? If yeah. they don't score, like I I'll tell you this, like the testing for them right now does not look good. When I, when oh, the big picture is testing. Under, However, under so. yeah, they they're under 500. However, and I've seen 
they they are another team that has this ridiculously large range because I've seen them win forty something games. I have seen them win sixty something games. And this is again OTP twenty three because you don't see these swings prior. So you, so yes, my rant against OTP twenty three continues of how much I hate this game. So, um, I mean, all, but, and that's the thing is that I just, well, they've got the pitching. Mm-hmm. I just the team makeup overall. I just don't think they're better than one of the three top teams from our. No, no, our they're they're not. Division. No, no, I I, I don't think so. Uh, as of right now, they, they, they don't have, they didn't have anything to replenish them with. That two seasons ago, that buy-in was it. That was it. They had nothing to re- replenish. That was it. They have no cap space to to do anything with. Um, if anything, they lost people. Um, they won't gain much cap space back. Yes, I, I don't see how that will happen. Uh, but they do have four really good starters, so they could go deep into games. Um, yeah, uh, then then they'll be fine, and they don't have to use Phil Donahue too much, who was really good, by the way, like had a fantastic season. And and he was, uh, rookie of the year, right? Uh, I believe so. Uh, I think he was. So so they have two uh, relievers who are in the eight hundreds, which is good. Um, uh, Bruce Arlemini is 500. So, and then they signed a 200 TP. They signed a 200 TPE Giuseppe Tosin, and brought him back from the dead. Um, who will probably be closer to 300. So, uh, was he a call up? Who? No, nobody was a call. Those, those, uh, Hollywood was a was a 500k signing. So is Barflit, who I don't even remember who this guy is, but he's at 189 TPE. They did the good part is that they were able to do a completely free arc change on him, and made him viable for left field or right field, whatever he's gonna play. Or five defensively, anyways, defensively. But he's at 189. So. This is not so. So that's not where the offense is coming from. Connor McNasty, they signed Connor McNasty, but he's at 500 TPE and IA. So he's just a yep. defensive center fielder. So this is all defense, and they are winning these one-run games, or they're not winning at all. So we'll see how that bounces because it's very hard for me to to say that this is a successful formula. Yeah, just because I mean, I've been it, through it before. It, it, this is sort of what it was looking like last season too, is that last season was their last big season where they were going to be able to go for it. And then this season was kind of going to be where everything was transitioning. And then next season, who knows? <clears throat> so it'll be interesting, but I, I would not be shocked to see them at the number two spot or the number three spot in the division. Yeah. Um, I had I'll, I'll be very honest I have a very hard time trying to choose this one because uh, just because I know how that turns out <laughs> and and it's just it's just a roll of the dice of whichever the sim decides that hey I like it more and yeah well and I think the one thing that that it seems like in the playoffs now is that if you have an offense 
it doesn't matter. Your offense can just magically disappear. So if you already don't have an offense, I'm not 100% sure if you do squeak into the playoffs what you're going to be able to do. I, I have no idea. I there's no, rhyme, there's no rhyme or reason to how the OTP playoffs really works for us because um, we are too shallow of a pen. There's, you can't really do much strategically. Um, you either you throw a team out there and just hope for the best. And then, yep. yeah, that's kind of my, my thing uh, with the playoffs. It just, and, and it just got more random throughout the time. So, um, I mean, for, for, for me personally, again, I love being able to see now that there is 12 teams that have a chance compared mm-hmm. to when I first joined the league and you pretty much knew every, every one of the eight teams that was making it. So in that aspect, it's good. But then when you're trying to build a team and expecting to see what you think should happen, doesn't, yeah. I mean, that is demoralizing. So I can get both. It, it is, it's it just... is demoralizing because, because ultimately <laughs> where we're going and what's been happening is that you're getting punished for drafting too well and, yep. and you can't keep the people around even though they want to stay around, you know, and, but you know, Hey, um, it is what it is. Uh, so uh, so yeah, uh, you know, I, 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 I love Babs. I, I, you know, Scott's a cool guy. And, um, I, I think, you know, by no means is this a knock on their ability to GM. Um, it's just, it's just, you can only deal with the hand that you're dealt so far and, and the consequences of, you know, the choices they made, you know, and, and this, um, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they'll move forward with the team and how they'll recover. Uh, and if, if, if the ball bounces their way at all, um, because it can, like I said, you know, like, like Marvell can repeat the same season and all of a sudden they, they get both bolstered because of that. So, uh, so the next team up is the Providence crabs. Now I think everybody thinks that they're gone and they are going to be in the cellar, which odds are that is happening, but it's not a very bad cellar. But that seller is still very close to the rest of the group. And don't forget, they got screwed hard last season. Oh, yeah. From Nobody the saw that coming at all. Like, I mean, how do you, with like Dustin Johnson, if he would have played. If Dustin Johnson would have. Because they, Dustin they Johnson played right like. There. Dustin Johnson played like if he was a 200 TPE player. Yeah. And that doesn't make any sense. So, so if he would have played normal. And, and, and remember, the team finished 500. As bad as they were, they finished at 500. So that means that if th- there's a five-game swing, they would have been in playoffs. They would have won 60 games. And so, and that's without Johnson on the team by that time. Yep, at that last, yeah, at the end. Uh, so this team is still at, TPE-wise, not high but still have the firepower to do stuff. And with a bounce of a ball here, left and right, uh, I have seen them win high 50 games and make it into the playoffs. Especially when they're testing to be about the same as the Vandals and the Makos. So if the search, if any of those teams, if any of the other teams are just crap out yep. uh then they're in so so 
now I'm not saying that they should sell everything and try to make it in. No, they they need they need to they they need to uh they need draft picks. Um, but they got they they're very top heavy. They are very top heavy. I I think I I. They do have a lot to replace at 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 at, at a certain point, yeah. And but you know they still that top heavy. They still have JQ who is in his peak season. Uh, Ronlin who's in his second regression. Uh, Kodra, a real name, also in his second regression. Risky Fuse is not in there yet. Uh, Bobby Roode is still pretty high TPE. Abraham Linkrab is in his peak season at 1437 sports boy while he is in his third regression is still at 1300 tpe uh then you have uh stag player mr alligator at over uh over 1200 now and or around 1200 now so is joe shiesty uh and they moved glenn davies into the pen at 900 tpe so this is probably his last run might be last one. He might have one more if he really wants to stick around. Because um, yeah, he's the top, and they signed Pax to be. Yeah, they signed fourth. Pax at 558 TPE to be their fourth starter. Now, yeah, that that hurts uh, because Pax is just obviously at that stage just is no longer good at all. Um, but he's just a filler, so Zoline comes up next season will be around the same TPE if you're just going to start someone like that. So, uh, uh. The the good uh, the good news out of all of that is that there is a pen for this group. Uh, whoa, Bert Whistle is that low? I whoa. didn't I didn't realize Bert Whistle was like 185, uh. but I forgot like how how old Bert Whistle is. Yeah, so that entire pen they have a bunch of pen arms, but they all sub yeah. 200, and yeah, they, it's just like got, they just out lost. there. And then everybody else is just throwing out there. Yeah, so so so, so yes. Um, <laughs> There is a chance that RNG will will have them pitch it well enough where where Providence uh, will win more games. It totally can happen. Yeah, don't I mean, sit here and tell me that don't because I have seen it. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing is that their pitching is, is going to be the problem. Yeah. But again, with having those top three starters, if they can go deep into games and mm-hmm. keep it out of the pen to give up, then they'll be able to at least yeah. be sticking around. Yeah. Um. I don't overall I don't know if they'll have enough offense as well um, because they, they have lost a lot over the over the ways and um, again there there's good part about this is that um, I they, they have some really promising uh, uh, players in their farm system in Zoline at James James Daly uh, Cletus San Diego uh, San Diego Benito, uh, obvious Dustin himself, Potson, uh, Philip Pryor, who uh, is Fonson Goose. So, so there, there is a, there is a small core that they, they can build off of, again, and um, and that's probably what they're going to do as they need to replace a bunch of people throughout time. Uh, yeah, I think, and again, the, the problem is they're so top heavy that mm-hmm. it's going to be boom or bust. I think. I mean. I could see them squeaking in, pulling that that surge roll, or if something goes wrong, they could be worse than last season to start out with. So I mean, I I think there's going to be a giant swing of what way that first two weeks goes. Yeah, we're yeah we're hitting to the part where I there's not the the chances of them making a playoff isn't exactly high, 
not out of you know not not to the point where they they they're not in contentions or or anything, but but I, I think they. I, I don't know if they'll yeah, have enough. That outside the, shot right there. They have that outside shot, yes. Um, but but we'll move on to our last team that we're going to talk about because uh, no offense to the rest of the team, the they they're there's only four more, but they're, you're not making the playoffs. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> they they just unless, unless something a, bad really there, there's something really terrible has happened and then you you know for a fact that there's something wrong with the sim. Um, now, but this last team is the one that it, it intrigues, intrigues me the most. The question was, should they have traded for Hayden Andrews? Should they have traded for um, Honda, Mar- uh, Honda, Honda? Now, those are two really big things. Now, Hayden Andrews was... I don't think he cost that much. I think he cost some cap money in the end. I got to double check. But I don't, you know, he is still Hayden Andrews. This is like you don't know who we're talking about. We're talking about the Maui Makos. So the the um they're at that teetering point where a lot of these guys got called up. Um, uh, you have Kitakazi Dinamite, their center fielder, over a thousand now. They had uh, a Diesel's player, Sarsfield, making over a thousand. Now Hayden Andrews in his fourth, no. One, two, three, fourth regression. He's down to 12, 1200 TPE, but as a DH, still a very good bat in the middle. Um, you have JD Record, who is this catcher at 1236 now, and Lumosity fan, Jeff Newman, at 1613, who will be hitting his peak next season. Um, this is not really that good of a team overall they do have depth because you have a bunch of people in the high 700 all the way up to a thousand and they are kind of all active oh all except for one this is one of the teams that's got a nice spread instead of having those really high people and then it drops considerably this is that team that's got got a spread of high mid-range low all that now now i would say that some of the asset that they got rid of in terms of picks for um, picks for uh, I guess for the players uh, it won't probably won't be missed that much because they may not need to use them or they cannot even afford them if they draft them because a lot of other things are set for them. Uh, don't forget they uh, oh they call up Rory I, I realized that yeah they call up Rory in the pen as well so there's another pitcher that they have so this is a very strong pitching core that they have um, uh, that, that they're going to be bringing up. Um, yeah, and, and this time, this time, um, their, their drafting is actually starting to pan out under uh, Rabbit. So mm-hmm. instead of before where the draft picks didn't seem bad and then... Well, happened, no. This one, this, these ones are actually sticking around. <laughs> well, n- no, I... I uh, yeah, no, the, 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 the previous... Uh, even from the start, there there are terrible draft picks by 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 Kashima, um, and some of them, they, there's just yeah, like like it, it never made sense. And and there are some other picks that yeah they were good, but there was just not enough picks from the build core around, and they have to strip it down again, um, because they, it just never went anywhere. Uh, but yes, this core is 
progressing and that is fun to watch because um now hayden andrews and more importantly martin honda because honda is at six sixteen ninety four tpe as a corpse as a magi shortstop who is at relatively peak uh defense for one season this helps that entire st- staff a lot does that bring does that bring it down enough and does hayden andrews and the improvement on the rest of the team are enough offensively to get at least past vancouver the answer is probably a yes because i think they i think it's just gonna be a coin toss problem is that i don't think that they'll get past they're not going to get past san antonio they're not going to get past the search they're probably not getting past us and it's debatable yeah, if they can even get past they have, Providence. they have the outside shot it's, and this is the outside the shot thing yes where where vancouver could go either way where providence could go either way maui is on an upswing but i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure they're kind of set in that their pitching is not going to get much better than it is now with Honda. Their their offense is still so so. So mm-hmm. I mean they could they could definitely be number two in their division, but I I don't think that they're going to steal a spot from somebody in our division. Well, well, so so. So I want to bring it back where where, um, perhaps they don't make the playoffs. Having that team that is at least in the running for it a bit, that's a big morale booster for this team. You know, like, like after a while, when you only win 30, 40 games every single season, it can get discouraging. Now, it's still, they still can't absolutely crap out on them, but not for a lack of trying. So, so there should be some excitement be- behind them, and hopefully it motivates people to earn more and, and to try to get their players to, 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 to where they need to be. Um, uh, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. They they do have some contracts coming up in forty one that they need to resign, um, uh, and and then they have to re up some people as well, but. Uh, there's a lot of pitching on this team. Right? You look, you're looking, you're looking at the future. Yeah, there. There's a lot of pitching that's going to be on this team. And uh, it's so. not really pitching that is uh, that is that inactive. I think they've only got two that are inactive. So I mean, you're still they're going to keep getting better. Yeah, they are going to get better, and um, uh, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Uh, but yeah, that that is that is the last team, and and I I do think that they have a pretty good shot at at finishing above Vancouver. Again, you know, like we have to see how it plays out, but but um, let's see what Rabbit has up his sleeve, and uh, uh, that's and... that's the key right there. When it's when it's somebody that's been around a long time and does lots of testing is. You can you can kind of get the most out of what you have, yeah. so we will see. We we will see, but uh, yeah, those are the teams that are has that chance, and it's it's kind of wild that we're up to twelve now. Um, uh, just just in case from from what I have seen so far, 
and obviously it's not completely accurate because not everything is in and 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 so forth um the legends east as of right now it uh is the aviators the voyagers search then the crabs in the legends west you have san antonio then maui and then vancouver and then boise and in the champ east is luna base and stars basically tied at the top and um and then followed by the demons and then followed by the apex in the champ conference in the champ west is new orleans and death valley basically neck and neck followed by cancun followed by seattle uh odds are seattle gets the number one pick this coming draft uh cancun for the first time probably will get to draft beyond the top three <laughs> um but yeah it'll be close i think they should be better than indy i i i think cancun in that close. cancun in that um cancun in that in that conference uh, in that i'm sorry that division uh could kind of steal a game here and there and they could get themselves up to like 45 wins. I, I won't be surprised to see them in the slightly higher 40s. Um, but yeah, that is true considering that Indy does have to play three teams that have a good possibility. Oh, there's, yeah, Indy unfortunately are kind of stuck there and and they just need to wait things out. I, I think I think for them is um, it's going to be hard because I don't think the demons are going to just fall off the face of the earth. Uh, Luna Base obviously are around for a while. I think the Stars, in a couple of seasons, might seriously have to consider um, stripping it down, unless think, they could find I, a way to. I think they're going to be close to that too, just because of also with uh, with their GMs both nearing the end of their their career. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to rebuild from them too. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, they, they have to kind of figure out their plan of doing so. But by that time, you're thinking like Apex in three, four seasons. That's when they will could be knocking on a door on the playoffs again and, and, and really, you know, if they kind of get everything right. And that, that's really the key. Um, it's Some of these builds are, we have given them a lot of credit on, on drafting really well the past few seasons. But... But the thing is, as good as you could draft at that time, things happen. And it never turns out the way you really want it to. to. So um, that's why I, that's why it's hard to say how, to, how I can judge a team by how they drafted at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so while I love to give like, hey, you drafted well, I'll give you GM of the year. Well, that doesn't really mean anything because literally all that draft pick could fall apart. Um, yeah. but, um, uh, best, you know, best laid plans, but, uh, but it will be interesting this season as there are a lot of changes. Um, <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to look at some of these results and, and it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any, anything else to add? I, I, well, I can just since since we're doing this on some, the first the first uh, update of this uh, this season for our division, I can just say that 
that the one one thing that's that the possibility that to kick us out is is close with the the updates again you know is that buffalo had 16 updates uh the aviators had 15 mm-hmm. and then we had 12 and providence had nine so right well, we, there, yeah we had two that, that banked on, so so yeah. we actually have 14 but but two that banked so so but yeah no that that's that's hard you know like like uh the reality is you have to keep up and um there's yeah. not much you can like, do when people just, don't want to do little, it that little bit is, is what's no that that little bit yeah buffalo, i think so yeah yeah so so it'll be it'll be interesting and it should be super fun i mean again last last year at the all-star break there was a bunch of teams that were still in it and uh this year i think it's going to be even more Mm-hmm. yep so uh yeah i think we'll just end it there uh we can, you know we'll we'll look at what happens in a few weeks when the season's over and then we get to do this all over again rinse and repeat <laughs> and uh but anyways uh well th- thanks to demars for being here as long as he can and uh thank you punk for for being here and um thank you for anyone who's listening to our ramble about 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 each team uh and um yeah good luck to everybody on season 39 and we will talk to you guys later have a good night good night